Hello, tens of listeners. Hope you're enjoying the summer break from our show as much as we are. But don't worry, we're excited to get back to recording the show for you very soon. In the meantime, we were invited to be guests on City TV's Breakfast Television as part of their Bloggers Week. In fact, we were there on Friday, July the 13th. Yes, Friday the 13th. To cap off the week, we hope on a strong note. You can see clips of our on-air segments on the BT Edmonton website. There's links on Ryan Jesperson's blog. That's blogs.btedmonton.ca slash Ryan. We also live blogged the entire morning on our website. It's theunknownstudio.ca. But we also recorded for the full three hours we were there. No, I'm not going to subject you to three hours of audio, but we did cut it down into roughly an hour of sometimes hilarious, sometimes insightful hijinks that made it a great morning to wake up at 5 a.m. Hope you enjoy. It's 6.02 on this Friday morning. It's the final morning of our breakfast television bloggers week, and we are joined by the first duo. So Scott C. Bourgeois, Adam Rosenar, welcome to BT. Thank you. Yes. Uh, the two fellas behind The Unknown Studio, and you can check it out at theunknownstudio.ca. Uh, guys, we've had sort of a, I guess, something that sets each blog apart this week. And uh, in your case, I suppose it's at least... Uh, one of the things that sets it apart, you've got a blog and you've also got a podcast. Yeah, that's right. We uh, we started it a couple years ago, um, mostly for a lark, I think. Yeah. And uh, ever since then, we've been covering the stories that the mainstream media won't or can't. Okay, well, what do you mean by that? Um, we just try to find the sort of off-the-beaten-path uh, stories that may, might not attract a mainstream media source, but are still... Uh, developing and interesting to Edmontonians. Okay, we've been uh, having a chance to check in with the different bloggers this week. We've been trying to understand uh, what drives bloggers, how they got started, what motivates them. Uh, Scott, one of the reasons we're very excited to have you here today is we think that you're probably going to be able to help us understand maybe the the role that blogs play in media when we come to understanding traditional media versus new media because you yourself, of course, an on-air personality with Chorus Radio here in town. So I guess you have a bit of exposure and some involvement with both. A little bit. Um, it's, it's different, but the same, I guess would be the strange way to put it. (laughs) Okay. So Um, how do you mean you approach stories in the same sort of storytelling manner? More or less. I mean, we, um, we both have uh, a journalistic background and, uh, we approach everything that we do with our podcast, with our blog from the same kind of journalistic standpoint that I would at work. Well, you, you do. Yeah. You do. Yeah. There's some integrity in the mix, but it's not <laughs> and it's all over there, it, is yeah. it, fellas? <laughs> yeah. You, as mentioned, can check out their blog at theunknownstudio.ca. We're going to check back in with these guys in about 16 minutes. As you can see, they're going to be recording a podcast. And speaking of storytelling, we'll find out why we're so darn lousy at it. That from Adam in about, uh, well, 16 minutes from now, Michelle. So uh, I don't want to yell into the microphone, but you just heard us speaking with uh, Ryan Jesperson. This is the sound of me sipping coffee. It's glorious. Morning glorious, as they <coughs> say. <laughs> Scott, Scott That's can't. That's the sound of me choking on coffee. <laughs> <coughs> That's not to say that the coffee at uh, City TV is bad. Just that I was drinking it in a very inappropriate way. With the top half of his face. <laughs> anyway, we're, uh, we're spending the morning here and thought we'd uh, record a little podcast 
while we're here, uh, why the heck not? And uh, we're also live blogging this. So by the time you listen to this, you'll be able to also see the post uh, that we wrote uh, throughout the morning here at uh, Breakfast Television. So yeah, there's that. Yeah, so there's going to be a lot of lull in conversation here as we try to do 73 things at once, really. It's, uh, it's going to be good. Uh, what is your impression of the uh, of the studio? Is it as glamorous as you thought it would be? Uh, it's smaller. Really? Yeah. Yeah. For some reason, I always thought it was bigger. Everything looks bigger on TV, Scott. At least um, that's what I've been told. I'm also a little disappointed that uh, the studio is so uh, far away from where Stacy Bratzel is right now delivering her news. That is uh, that is disappointing because she is delightful. I want to say delightful. I may have just said delightful. Stacy Bratzel, ladies. I don't know. I'm just just playing with some knobs. The people laughing in the background uh, don't realize how early in the morning it is. No, they're used to this kind of madness. Yeah. Well, so are you, though, right? Uh, on occasion. Yeah, yeah. So um, I emailed you kind of the, the basic rundown of how it will go, but we'll have... Uh, We'll have two segments that are about four minutes a piece, plus we'll be able to do little sort of minute-long or 30-second-long check-ins, so I'll keep you posted on those. But um, We'll just be like, the Internet's still working, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, what we've wanted to do uh, through this week is allow you guys to kind of dictate the content of what we talked about. Okay. So if you have um, a couple topics or a couple ideas or things that you'd want to touch on in each segment, just let me know. We do. Yeah, we can we touch one. The Edmonton Horrible Storyteller thing is... Okay. Kind of the big one. Why don't we do that at 6.20? Okay. Sure. Yeah. Perfect. God, it's only 6.10. I know. <laughs> just wait, man. By the time it's 8, you'll be badly ready to go <laughs> This is actually a long time to be hanging out and on television. Yes. It is a really, really long time, ladies and gentlemen. Really. It's hard to be awake right now. That that might be the the <laughs> thing. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's fun so far, though. Yes. Just so long as we don't make total fools of ourselves. Well, local television. These are these are people we respect watching us. Well. Okay. Well, Kiki Planet's watching us. We <laughs> sort of respect her. <laughs> So be nice. Try to look. <laughs> no, no mom jokes. <laughs> I really wish there was something being made in that kitchen right now for me. Because uh, I feel I never, like... I never did get that croissant. Is it... Are we allowed to have food in the studio? <laughs> we have a drink in the studio. Why did the love seat get pregnant? Why did the love seat get pregnant? The couch didn't pull up. Oh, boo. <laughs> it's entirely possible that was recorded. I believe you. I always thought that uh, there was. Um, I'm going to wait till this announcer's done talking. I always thought that this show, because I don't watch it very often because we don't have cable. 
But I always thought it was just a sh like Ryan the whole time. I didn't realize how much uh, time is spent away from the studio. It's pretty crazy. Um, so we're talking uh, after this, like we've got a chat here, then a commercial break, then we talk to you guys. But maybe on this one we'll bring you in because it's a it's about a three minute chat with Stacey and I talking about this. Uh, Doug Holliday, the Toronto's deputy mayor, was talking about the uh, he, he doesn't think that downtown's a good place for families to raise kids. Uh, kind of a controversy, yeah, whatever. So anyway, so not guaranteed we'll bring you, but it might be nice to have that option. Maybe okay. Like, what do you guys think about this, or what you know? Sure. It's it's easier to, if you don't need to Let's formulate some opinions. Uh, if you can just think about a, a positional stance, okay. guys. Uh, <laughs> Children bad, downtown good. Having been a child myself, I know this. <laughs> You're gonna have to. Hi, how are you? Hey, it's the delightful nice Tracy Bucks. Hi, everyone. How are you? Good. How are you? <laughs> That's seven for those of you who are counting. Yep. Sex act. This conversation ends inconclusive. <laughs> you are a delightful minx, Scott C. Bourgeois. No, because we don't have a tight shot of him. I'm okay. Do you want me to come over there? Yeah, can you? Really? Yeah, I was just being spontaneous, though. Would you raise your kids downtown? Are you raising your kids downtown? Let us know what you think when we come back. Be that it's Bloggers Week. We're going to check in with two guys who, well, what they do is have an opinion. We'll ask Adam and Scott what they think about raising kids downtown. Why are Edmontonians such lousy storytellers? It's the headline story on their blog at the end of the studio.ca. We'll dive into it right after this. City TV hair service is provided by Ricci Hair Company. Coming for a free consultation and let us reveal the amazing hairstyle you have inside you. Ricci Hair Company. I like that long about storytelling. Thanks. <laughs> I don't know what he's doing. He is waving a pole. I like, I think he's my favorite. <laughs> he's definitely my favorite guy. Should we give everyone nicknames? Is that, is that something that, uh, I don't know. Why, why were you doing that? I was just making sure if you wave a shadow in front of the light. Okay. You can see that the light's positioned oh. properly. Oh. There you go. And the more we know. He waved his pole in front of us <laughs> to make sure we looked good. That's going on the blog. <laughs> There's so much I don't understand about television. Like, where do I buy one, for example? <laughs> I've told you a dozen times. <laughs> uh, this is something you can go to really any major store. So I could go down to the old Saveco and uh, pick up a Magnavision? Yeah. <laughs> or the Magmavision, which doesn't sell as well because it just fires hot lava at you. That would be terrible. That would be a that would be a crappy viewing experience. Yeah, yeah. If you need it to even go away, we can. We have ways of making it go away. <laughs> that was the pole waving guy lowering our microphone. He's got a pole obsession. Well, and it's all just to make us look good, as you pointed out. Yeah, I don't think any amount of pole is going to make me look good, Scott. I'm serious. Yeah, true enough. Oh, you're digging, you're tucking in. Scott yeah, is eating a croissant, ladies and gentlemen. And, uh... Leaving the uneaten part. <laughs> it's terrible. And we're, apparently, we're coming back. I don't know what that means. 
Exactly. I probably shouldn't. Just, just keep eating. Okay. I know as a general rule, you shouldn't put something in your mouth. Yeah. Yep. And then we just copy it over to a computer and magicize it or whatever. We have, but I, I don't know. I like the mixing board. We like to use the mics because it makes us feel professional yeah. and important. Like big deals. Does it make you feel pop, pop, pop <laughs> professional? Yes. That was Ryan Jesperson, if you couldn't tell by his delightful voice. You will hear his voice more and more. Because and probably less and less lucid because he's been drinking heavily. Yeah. And the good stuff, too. Yeah. <laughs> the most four. amazing discovery of my life was a gin and vodka <laughs> the same color as water. I've never seen anyone drink four loco this early in the morning. <laughs> I was uh, actually mentioning when we came in that I was lamenting not wearing my coat like Adam's wearing. And then I saw yours and realized that we'd be dressed exactly the same. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. Well, so. I, I like it, though, man. You've, you've got kind of like the, the wind blowing through the locks there, Scott, if there was wind here anyway in the studio. Just need to bring in a fan and just aim it right at us. Yeah. And then Adam yeah. will be blown away, and that'll look amazing. Uh, you guys ready to do a uh, segment here on television? I think we are. Yeah. Okay, we're just going to keep the podcast rolling? Or oh, what? yeah, oh, yeah. That's how we do. Am I on the internet right now? You are. Well, we're not streaming. So you'll be on the internet later. <laughs> uh, Stacy, I heard that rumor, and, and if it's true, what a great story it is. We'll talk to you in about four minutes. Right now, we welcome Adam Rosenhart, Scott C. Bourgeois to the program. Uh, the two men behind the Unknown Studio and our final guest here, our final guest really dramatic. on BT Bloggers Week. <laughs> I hope you guys can sustain and stand up to that drama. I hope um, you can live up to it, guys. Uh, how does television feel about dead air? <laughs> <laughs> dead air can be very powerful. We just call it a pregnant pause. Uh, what's with the microphones, guys? You're rolling on something right now. What's shaking? Yeah, we're just we're just trying to capture the essence of what it is to shoot breakfast television. And right now, we can tell you it's delightfully magical. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you're just kissing up. If yeah. you want to find out what these guys are doing, they're going to be live blogging through the morning, and you can check it out at theunknownstudio.ca. When you're there, you're also going to see a story that centers around Edmontonians as lousy storytellers. What do you mean? Well, uh, this was a post that I wrote earlier this week inspired by uh, Kathleen Smith, who you had on earlier. Kiki Planet. That's yeah. right. And uh, she was talking about the renaming of Capital X, and it sort of made me think, there's a lot going on in this city that we're not great at articulating outside of Edmonton. As far as the rest of Canada is concerned, this place is still about a once great hockey team in a very large mall. But there's so much more going on in this place uh, from, from events that, that people from all ages are planning and executing to uh, you know, festivals and, and the, you know, we've got a wonderful river valley and a downtown that has grown so much over the last five years. Those are the stories we should be telling. Okay, now Scott, I mean, you tell stories in a sense professionally as an on-air personality at 630 Chad, iNews 880. Uh, why is this? Uh, why is there this void or this, this chasm that Edmontonians haven't been able to cover when it comes to telling our story? That is an excellent question. <laughs> and uh, it's, it's what that we, we've been trying to figure out. Uh, just in the past few days, and there's been a lot of, let's say, conversation that you dredged up as well. Well, there's certainly no lack of passion, though. I no. think Edmontonians, you know, you insult Edmonton to an Edmontonian, and you've poured gas on a fire. I mean, people are passionate about living here. But it seems to take that kind of provocation for us to even be willing to start talking mm -hmm. about this city. And I think, I, I mean, this is to me, this is about... 
um, to some degree, and I don't necessarily want to use this word, but branding what Edmonton is all about. Because you hear about Canada's great cities, uh, the greatest one being Calgary, as the Prime Minister uh, uh, alluded to earlier this week. Congratulations, Calgary. Um, but but uh, most people don't think of Edmonton when they think of big Canadian cities. We, we typically seem to get lumped in with Regina and Winnipeg, mm -hmm. which, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that, but I think, there's, I think we're a little bit bigger and more interesting then we're really letting people know. And just be careful because you know Breakfast Television Edmonton does broadcast into Regina, so the last thing you want is an, an angry pitchfork bearing mob. <laughs> I was born in Regina. You. Yeah, That's sure you true. were, and then you left. Theisbornstudio.ca uh, <laughs> <laughs> is where you'll find these two. They're going to be live blogging through the morning. You can follow them on Twitter too. We'll check back in with Adam and Scott all the way through till nine o'clock. We'll be right back with news, traffic, and weather right after this. Thanks. That was terrifying. Yeah. I'm glad I'm so articulate. Yeah, I like how you're just uh, like, good question. good question, Ryan. I'm yeah. not going to answer it. <laughs> and now? I hate Regina. Do you? I've never been there. You know what I do love, though? I've, uh, my brother moved to Saskatoon. I love Saskatoon. Beautiful town. Saskatoon rules. Yeah, it's great. We're going to eat more of our croissants. We are eating croissants, and they are so good. They are delightful. Mm. Mm. That was good. A year later. Mm. I feel like I'm letting Jespo down. Why? My, with my non-answers. No, you're just... You could work in public relations, Scott. Just not used to the glamour of television. <laughs> I'm used to being behind a microphone anonymously broadcasting to thousands from a, from a cave covered in moss yeah that's how i imagine radio is it basically mm. you're not wrong mm -hmm. yep. and television is all shot from orbit on spaceships in some bizarre doctor who episode okay probably actually does satellite that. five yeah yeah <laughs> i keep smashing the the microphone thing on my posterior against things so if television ceases to hear me uh, we'll just have to jump in. <laughs> yes, Otherwise, there will be, as Jasper put it, a pregnant pause. Yes. <clears throat> be awesome if you paused pregnantly and then became pregnant. Actually, that's probably happened. The longest, most sexual pregnant pause ever. <laughs> Scott is continuing to delight the internet with his live blogs. Uh, mostly talking about stuff that's taking place in the studio and the sort of sidebar conversations we're having. And, uh, well, um, if you look on Twitter, we've posted a few photos of what it looks like in here. It's, it's pretty cool. I mean, the whole ceiling is set up with lights. They've got a functional kitchen in the corner, and there's cameras everywhere. Uh, it, as Scott said earlier, it, it's, a, it's not a huge studio, it's, it's, but you can do a lot in this space. In fact, I believe a party was had here once that, uh, that uh, Jespo and some of the... Uh, uh, next-gen people hosted so it is a multifunctional space if you can believe that can you believe that I cannot believe that <laughs> sorry I was typing <laughs> he keeps looking over at me quizzically Scott does not the guy on television uh, him too though yeah ooh they're showing a lot of drugs yep on uh, that, would be that major drug bust that happened downtown wow there's a lot of stuff there 
it was quite a drug bust. Not just the cocaine, but also the... Uh, the uppers, the downers. Viagra. The whole galaxy <laughs> of... of uh, a cocktail of unearthly delights. And then, of course, the ether. It's terrible stuff, ether. Are I knew we were going to get into that filthy stuff soon. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just quoting Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas now. <laughs> we're in bad country? We oh. can't stop here. We're in bad country. <laughs> it's a great film. Uh, and a great book, actually. I've never read it. I haven't read it. I found a horror novel written uh, by two guys in the style of Hunter S. Thompson. Ooh. Uh, going through Arkham County following Nixon's uh, re-election campaign. Yeah. Uh, and encountering the Cthulhu mythos. Hmm. That sounds uh, like something I would like to read. Me as well. What is it called? It is called uh, The Damned Highway. That sounds like a Hunter S. Thompson I can't title. recall. Hold on. I wrote down. Hold on. It's, uh, yep, The Damned Highway by Brian Keene and Nick Mamatis. Interesting. Caught my eye the other day at the bookstore, and I went, mental note, purchase that later. Another guy that we uh, have wanted to have on the show, we talk about it a lot, is Josh Clausen, who just tweeted something hilarious that I, because we're recording, I thought I might as well share. He says, Snoop Dogg is playing the Edmonton Event Center tomorrow. I assure you, today's smoky conditions in Edmonton are completely unrelated. Well played, Colossin. Well played. You know, my coffee's uh, in need of the uh, refilling. I don't even know if this is going to be publishable as a podcast. This is going to be the most bizarre live blog in the history <laughs> of the world. It's just random highlights. It's great. So we just watched a video of a woman who eats rocks, and Scott says she has pika. Pika is a psychological disorder where you feel compelled to eat unusual things. Uh, people have been known to uh, eat uh, bizarre things, such as rocks, as we just saw, ice. Um, ice is not that Ice is not that weird, weird compared yeah. to rocks. Nails. Uh, I, re- I remember reading in, in the Guinness Book of World Records a guy who dismantled and ate a shopping cart. I don't know that that's Pika. I think that's just a stunt. That might just be crazy. Or insane. Yeah. yeah. But it's a real thing. And uh, basically, that's what that lady has. Wow. I, I just I can't imagine what that must be doing to that woman's teeth. Her teeth looked actually better than mine, oh. strangely. Maybe she's just got a really good dental plan. I don't want to just barge into your podcast. No, yes, you by do. all means. Yes, that's you do. what but we brought all this stuff but for. But that's what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, studio camera operator just walks up to me and goes, you know, I, I keep forgetting they're doing a podcast. I, I got to watch what I say. So uh, even though you guys might have never expected or anticipated this, you're actually improving the class and the decorum <laughs> in studio. I, when does that on, ever happen with you guys? I think never. based on what I've seen here, that that's a pretty outrageous claim, Ryan Jasperson. <laughs> it's unbelievable. <laughs> who, who would have thought that Adam and Scotty would be classing things up? It seemed very unlikely. It's very off-brand for us. I didn't see it coming. <laughs> <laughs> You're losing touch with your roots, man. You forgot where you came We've from. We've sold out. <laughs> That's getting lost. Sold out for delicious Nabob Coffee, sponsor of City TV. <laughs> this is the best morning ever. It really is. I can't think of a better reason to wake up this early. Well, I can. It probably involves sex, though, with myself. <laughs> it was the most dramatic sneeze this whole city has ever experienced. The reason the smoke is outside is because Ryan Jesperson sneezed too hard. It actually traveled back in time. Yeah. <laughs> His sneeze traveled back in time and forced smoke from wherever 
in Northern Contrary Alberta. Contrary to popular belief, it is not the smoke that I've been blowing out my ass. <laughs> what? That, that is different. That is a different. What diff- does that even mean? <laughs> that has a different smell. Dwayne, I'll throw a break from here if you don't mind. You guys want to help me throw a break? Well, yeah. Sure. Ah, we got the break taken away from us. The throw to break. Bratzel's doing it. She's going down. Damn it. Can you she hear me right now? We're calling her delightful. She is no longer delightful. <laughs> <laughs> and you could tell her I said so. I'm going to tweet her. Tell her to give us our throws to break back. Yeah. That's the coffee burps that I have. But, you know, it's okay. It's pretty good. Adam's a classy guy. Yeah, after Ryan told us we were classing up the joint, I just burped into the microphone. Oh, hi. Yes. What? That was like a little, that was a that was, feeble, that was pathetic. That was almost spit up, wasn't it? <laughs> I think I just threw up. I just tasted sushi. I don't even, what? Why did you eat sushi for he breakfast? Didn't. I didn't. That's what's disturbing. Probably shouldn't say something like that while he's drinking right into his microphone. So uh, tell us how you got into television. Because I don't really know your story. We're going to turn this around on you. Yeah, yeah I kind of, well, kind of stumbled into it. Started, uh, well, I always wanted to work in TV from when I was little. I met Peter Jennings when I was 11 at the Calgary Olympics. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, and it was it was fantastic. And so I sort of started paying attention to what he did, um, you know, and, uh, um, but kind of, you know, the opportunities doors opened up in print. And so I was working at the Calgary Herald. And uh, long story short, ended up going back to broadcasting okay. school and, uh you know, radio led to TV, blah, 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 kind of thing. So, Always in Calgary, or did you uh, jump around? Yeah, I did a tiny little bit of work in Saskatchewan, and then I was working in Red Deer, and then up, up here to Edmonton. But, uh, yeah, no, it, it's been fantastic. The only th- you know, I mean, it's, uh, BT's kind of a different animal. Mm-hmm. That, you know, I was sort of schooled and experienced in your, sta- you know, your traditional news casting. So this has been an interesting challenge, and uh, I think probably a little bit more well-suited to my personality, to be honest with yeah. you. Yeah. I'm, I'm a really crappy news anchor, so. <laughs> but you are very gregarious. Uh, thanks, pal. I'd like to see. I gotta run and yeah. go do some TV, and then I'll be back. Okay. This is the time for shutting up. All right. Uh, hey, Scott C. Bourgeois, Adam Rosenhart. Did you guys check out Katy Perry's movie when it came out last Thursday? No. Why would we do that? Oh, we're just texting with the planet and tweeting and such. I'm Carla, by the way. I'm Adam. Adam, nice to meet you. Scott. Scott, nice to meet you. Used to early I was showing no, uh, him no. pictures of my hedgehog and my dog getting along. Oh my god! Yeah, forgive my ignorance. What is like a, a hedgehog's texture? Uh, spiky. It, on the top, but super soft on the bottom. It does feel like toothpicks. A little bit. Yeah. yeah. They're, uh, but you can you can like stroke them front to back if they're not. Oh, but it feels weird. What do you do to want to talk about it? Seven ten. Oh, we could talk about the live show that we did. And, then, and I would like to thank uh, you. Talk maybe about kind of the role that you see your blog playing. Okay. Um, and 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 I know that it sounds kind of vague, but that's on purpose. Like you, you know, I mean, just sort of does it. You know, did you like when you decided to do this? Was it that you had a message you wanted to get out? Did you see a void? And like you talk about the storytelling, or or, or is that even too? lofty of a description of what you're doing, you know what I mean? Just that kind of idea. Sure. Um, give some people some insight into the sort of the blogging world and, and ultimately kind of answering the question, like, why should people check out your blog? Mm-hmm. You know, who's, who's it geared towards, you know, 
everybody. No, it's everybody. not. We need to be more targeted. Geeks. Geeks. Is it a geek blog? I don't it's think so. It's really. geeky. It's pretty, it's, you, a lot of pop the, culture. I think the podcast is the, the more geeky element because okay. it sort of reveals that, and we can talk about this on air, but it does reveal that, that geeky side of Scott and I, especially when like he'll reference some off-the-beaten-path film or book, and I'll talk about Star Trek endlessly. Okay, good. So, um, so we just have like 20 seconds here for a promo. I'm just going to ask you guys, uh, Friday the 13th, freak you out. Okay. I'm going to lie and say no. <laughs> Does it? No, I don't care. 7 o'clock on the nose. We're wrapping up BT Bloggers Week today with the twosome behind the unknown studio. Adam Rosenhart, Scott C. Bourgeois. It's Friday the 13th. Does it freak you out? Uh, it's Friday already? <laughs> no. Are you avoiding the question? So long as we're not at Camp Crystal Lake, I think we're fine. Yeah. Okay, so you're not too much of a superstitious kind yeah. of a guy? Not personally. Okay. I broke three mirrors this morning. <laughs> <laughs> and walked under a ladder on your way yeah. in. I like it. Defying convention. Way to go, Adam. <laughs> we're going to learn a little bit more about what makes these guys tick, who they're target audiences and what the unknown studio is all about they're live blogging through the morning check it out the unknown michelle wow like my, uh, friday the 13th movie reference that was I great slip that in there that was great i don't think anybody was impressed you know you least really of all me would have been funnier if you'd said on friday the 13th oh, i really i really think everyone else should be afraid of me <laughs> <laughs> i have my hockey mask in my backpack bart do you want and to see my chainsaw and hockey mask and, and a machete you know, Jason only killed one guy with a chainsaw. You do that, you just get a <laughs> reputation. It's dramatic. It's overly dramatic. I mean, Leatherface was more the chainsaw guy. That's true. Hence, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. He had a really leathery face. It was made of other people's flesh. Was it? Yeah. Oh, it's delicious. He was wearing a skin suit made of other people. It's ma- it was it got him because it made him happy. It made him sexually his- powerful? Possibly. I didn't think you wanted to go there. Or did you want to go there? So how is the live blogging experience going for you, Scott? Quite a few uh, entries so far. Yeah. Yes, it's true. And it's really just a stream of consciousness. Uh, I'm just following our conversation. People will finally get an insight into how we talk in real life, which is surprisingly similar to how we talk on the podcast. Yeah. Which is to say, it's nonsense. Just a constant stream of nonsense. Yeah, like a, like a babbling brook that meanders through a forest of stupidity. Uh, that's, that's how we do the show. You're a poet. Yes, I am. I'm, I'm actually applying to be Edmonton's next poet laureate. I plan to be the worst poet laureate. So what were we talking about again? Brian's going to ask us some business stuff, some questions about... I'm going to ask you a couple really vague questions, and then you guys are going to give really smart answers. We've been doing that all morning. No, we failed so badly. So who listens to your Unknown Studio podcasts? Well, we don't actually know, like, specific audience demographics, because we've never actually asked. But uh, we, we do prefer not to know because we'll probably be very sad by the end. <laughs> Mostly people. Your grandma. Yeah. No, I know that none of my family listens to. A that. disproportionately high number of people in the prison population. <laughs> Does anybody ever uh, ask what the C stands for in Scott C. Bourgeois? Always. And are, are, do you make it public? No. He Is never. It Charles. Could be. That's also possible. Scott Cookie Bourgeois, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> my favorites were crispy. Catfish and chrysanthemum. <laughs> chrysanthemum. <laughs> Quick, spell chrysanthemum. 
No, I can type it. <laughs> no thanks. Not off the top of my head. <laughs> yeah, so Ryan was going to talk to us about uh, maybe the live show, maybe why we do what we do. Okay. Uh, how we're contributing to the zeitgeist. He's okay. he's actually going. You're actually going to use the word zeitgeist, mm. which is often misused. It just but means I sign of the times, doesn't it? I think I might have missed it. But it's in a historical context. So I so used it wrong. you can't talk about a modern zeitgeist, theoretically. But English is a growing language. Look at this smarty pants over here. Uh, that's why I bring them. My eyes just glazed over the thing <laughs> so I can because I'm trying to make it look like I know what you guys are talking about, but I don't know. I'm still trying to figure out how to spell chrysanthemum. <laughs> I think it starts with a C. <laughs> C-H-R-Y. S Chris A T H Chrisan Nope. And T H E M U M. It's got to be right. Yep. So did you guys know that you're actually gonna have to vacate your blogger zone <gasps> so a Cirque du Soleil performer can step in? Uh, that's totally we can cool. Just shuffle the table off to the side. This is a this is an exciting program. There's, it is. There's, there's a lot going on. Uh, Mayor Mandela is talking on the TV. Uh, teamsters are milling about listlessly. <laughs> a Cirque du Soleil performer. <laughs> teamsters. Oh, he's boy. so lazy. I was kind of hoping the Cirque du Soleil performer would actually come over and talk to us. They're, they're busy trying to assess how they're going to perform. She might actually fly. I don't know, because they were looking at the roof, wondering if everything was too low. That'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Scott, did you know that a year ago today, we had lunch with Aaron Depa at The Dish... And the Runaway Spoon. I uh, knew that we had had it lunch there, yeah. but I uh, did not know that it was a year ago. feels like it was like last week. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. Time flies when you're old balls. Um, so we were talking about Cirque du Soleil and how we really wanted them to do backflips over us. That uh, would be amazing. But an occupational hazard for us. For everyone involved, yeah. actually. This coffee is better than... The other coffee. Actually, it is kind of good. Yeah. For instant coffee. Nabob makes delicious instant coffee. That's we, what we're drinking. We would we would like for Nabob to give us some money now. Yes. Uh, all the monies that are available. If we just mention Nabob a lot on our <laughs> podcast, will they eventually catch on and give us some money? Tropicana. Bread or days, bread or more. <laughs> Whoa, the Teamster's doing promos. Should we just assign numbers to the Teamsters? <laughs> oh, he would be Teamster number one. Oh, no, he's chosen Teamster number three. One of, oh, you're more than just a cameraman. Man. You also haul cables <laughs> and wear a headset. And act surly. Yeah, and, yeah. And lazy. Does, do you the morning's actually really flown by. It's already 7 o'clock. We're only here for like another hour. I wish that we could be here always. Yeah. I wish we could be their resident bloggers. BT bloggers, BTB, TB. Because then we then we never have to leave. Just set up a little cot in the corner. That would be great. Or late night. <sighs> BT Bre- after breakfast hours. television late night. <laughs> yeah. We're just Why like. Not? I think we should get the BTB pre-show, which is always like <laughs> two to four. It's just it's just Ryan like <laughs> trying to sew in up. his pajamas, <laughs> <laughs> brushing his teeth. <laughs> cold water, hot water, cold water. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Carrie slapping you to wake up and get out of bed. Yeah. Oh, she's got her Carrie own slaps too. me in bed. Oh, what? I love Hey-o! <laughs> that was recorded on our podcast. <laughs> All right.
7.14 on this Friday morning, the final morning of our Breakfast Television Bloggers Week, and we're joined by Adam Rosenhart, Scott C. Bourgeois of The Unknown Studio at theunknownstudio.ca. Guys, we're having a great time and uh, thoroughly enjoying your live blog. Ooh, thank right, you. Right here at the BT Studio. You can check it out on their website. Uh, what have you noticed about what we do here that might be surprising you a bit? Because it's been a blast watching you two work. Uh, it's, it's been interesting to see all the acrobatics, actually. We, we didn't even know there was a trapeze in here. Yeah, <laughs> you probably had no idea that we all do chin-ups through our commercial yeah, breaks, right? Yeah. Uh, you Scott, dance a lot, too. <laughs> yeah, not on purpose. I just, I, I just want to dance. I can't stop. <laughs> uh, Scott, you've got a lot of experience in radio, of course. Uh, how'd you get into blogging and podcasting and all this, can I call it alternative or new media? Uh, sure you can. Um, it's... Uh, it was almost like a natural progression, actually, because um, we we hooked up at a tweet-up. Yeah. And uh, he had been talking to me about how much he wanted to do uh, a podcast. And it was something that I'd been interested in trying out. And uh, I had the technology to make it happen. He had the ideas that he wanted to do, so we pooled our resources and... Uh, came up with a podcast. One of our goals in putting together Bloggers Weekend and chatting with Master Mac and Dave Berta, Kiki Planet, and then Kevin Costman yesterday, we've been getting some insight into what makes bloggers tick, where you find your inspiration, but most importantly, what, what prompted the move to kick off something like The Unknown Studio? I know you can see if you check out The Unknown Studio online, you put a lot of work into it. The aesthetics of the site are great. The podcast is hilarious. Adam, did you see some sort of a, a void out there? You talk about Edmontonians being crappy storytellers. Did somebody need to step up and start telling stories? I think the void out there was that there wasn't enough Adam Rosenhart. Uh, <laughs> you were getting internet. enough recognition. And, and really, I mean, it, there's some there's some degree of vanity to it, and that's certainly how it started out. We think we could tell interesting stories. We don't necessarily want them to be focused around us, but we're the thing that helps to carry stuff. And Scott, I love this because I know that there are a lot of people, uh, we've, we've actually got a broadcast student in studio right now by the name of Dakota. She wants to get into broadcasting. We know there are a lot of people that want to be in radio like yourself, but they don't have that opportunity. It can be a tough industry to crack. Do blogs kind of open the door for people that have messages to get out? They definitely do. I mean, really anyone with a computer can do what we do. Like not just the blog, but the podcast as mm -hmm. well. It's uh, just a matter of, of taking yourself seriously, uh, being uh, accountable to the people who are enjoying your audio product or your, or your blog, and, um, and I guess I already said, take yourself seriously. We should Act mention like uh, that you guys are actually recording a podcast right now, not only as we speak and as we do these segments, but also in the in-between times during the newscasts and the commercial breaks. And you'll be able to check that out at theunknownstudio.ca in moments to come. I don't want to put you on the clock and make, make <laughs> you have to bust Darn. your butt here to get it done. But uh, Adam, you've sort of taken it, it seems, to the next level. And then the next level, you had the blog, you had the podcast. Now you're doing live shows. I mean... You know, what, what's the mandate? Is there something that you're trying to accomplish here besides just telling stories and having fun? Uh, sort of. I mean, we had a couple guests on the show a few podcast episodes ago, and they, they have a comics blog here in Edmonton. And one of the things they try to do is to be positive and to always be better, to always improve themselves. So we did our season finale podcast as a live show in front of about 50 people just to see if we could do it and to challenge ourselves to try and do something like what you guys do here, which is to keep things moving in front of a live audience. Well, and I can tell you, I mean, we've had the live audience in studio every once in a while, and it totally changes yeah. the dynamic of what you do because it allows you to read your audience a little bit better. Scott, has being a blogger and a podcaster improved what you do as a broadcaster? I'd like to say yes. Um, it's it's shown me uh, kind of how, it's, uh, how to differently approach uh, delivering news and also how to... Uh, 
how to get that message across in a different way to people because uh, the news can be stuffy mm -hmm. um, and it can be very uh, boring mm -hmm. and uh, the, the trick is to try to find an interesting and exciting way to, uh, to deliver it to people and to, right. and to get the message out. You can uh, hear Scott of course on 630 Chad and iNews 880 but right now I encourage you during this commercial break check out the unknownstudio.ca they're live blogging behind the scenes here at BT it'll give you some insight into what we do and what goes on the duck feet frantically paddling below the calm surface so to speak when we come back <laughs> We've got Bridget Ryan, Stacey Robson, Carla Turner, Michelle McDougall all on deck before 7.30. So we were, we were just asked by, uh, we've been moved to a new location uh, on the other side of the studio. And we were just asked to try and distill the essence of Edmonton and Scott had a really good response. My response was a small town scent in a big city bottle. And Adam was really impressed. And my reasoning being is because we've, we've talked about it before on the podcast and of course... Uh, we've had some uh, other people on the podcast talk about it too. Edmonton is a rare city that feels like a small town in, in a lot of ways. There's that kind of small town connectedness, uh, camaraderie. The neighborly aspect. Yeah, uh, while simultaneously being a big city. It, it's not as impersonal and, and kind of, um, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, Anonymous? Yeah, as, as like a Vancouver or a Toronto. Sure. You can walk down the street and see people you know in Edmonton. Um, there's but even the people you don't know, there is that degree yeah. of friendliness that you might not necessarily in feel in the big city. In spite of the fact that we were the murder capital of Canada last well, year. Well, I mean, look at someone wrong and they'll stab you. Yeah. Probably. But if you look at them right, they will shake your hand and buy you a coffee. And yes. <laughs> and think about stabbing you after you're done drinking. I hope people are enjoying our live blogging. We've been trying to make it humorous and poignant. Yes, and I think we've succeeded variously, I want to <laughs> say. Uh, we're standing now off in the corner. because We got shunted off their main stage. Their main stage this is the open space on the floor. Yeah. Uh, so that actually, and we've said it on, on the thing, it's true, a Cirque du Soleil acrobat is coming in. Yeah, and we're really excited, actually. We, I'm thrilled. And I know also that later on on this particular program, they're, they're having a, I think Paul Schufelt from the Century Hospitality Group is going to cook in the kitchen with Ryan. That's fantastic. Yeah. You know what? We should take a moment while we're here just to thank our sponsor. Sure. Even though this is kind of a summer special episode, it's not a regular episode. It won't be numbered as a regular no. episode. Uh, there's no reason why we shouldn't thank Guru Digital Arts College. That's right. They're, they are one of the, the foremost... Uh, scholastic resources around all digital media. Indeed. They are uh, a wonderful, magical place, not unlike Hogwarts of Harry Potter fame. Yes. Where you will be sorted into your various digital houses and and uh, compete for, with one another for the digital house cup. Yes, and, there, and find the golden snitch when yeah. you can. Uh, so yes, thank you to uh, Owen Brierley. And all of those magnificent digitarians at uh, Guru Digital Arts College for hey. all of their continuing support. And you can check them out online at gurudigitalarts.com. Come, come talk to me, Mike. This is Teamster number one. What's your, what's your name, sorry? Cody. Cody. Cody's one of the uh, tech guys here on, on the set. Were well, you going to tell us one of the best parts of working in television? Alberta that is we do live programming and we do all kinds of things we do bands we do performances like the the uh, 
skipping lady from the Cirque. Yeah. I mean, we, there's so much. We had the uh, uh, quadriplegic guy who climbed uh, Kilimanjaro the other day. Oh, my gosh. You know, so we get all kinds of things coming in. It's just not a news program where you sit behind the desk and sort of give the same half-hour package over and over and over again. Because we're three and a half hours stretched out, we change our demographic view throughout the, the show. Throughout the show, really. For the first first part of it, it's a lot of news orientation, right? People are getting up, they just want to hear what's going on. Then off to work they go. Then the next part is kind of a mix between the two. Some are staying and some are going. And then our last part is for those who will be at home for most of the day and actually watching the show for specific things. And that's where the entertainment. Kind yeah. of stuff comes in the bands I mean getting a band up early they, we push them to the back of the show as far as we can anyway so they can sleep in a little bit exactly that's very nice of you actually well, they don't not like us it. though they woke us up right at the crack of dawn <laughs> yeah. well who else is going to make Ryan Jesperson look so good it's true <laughs> you guys do actually you do a pretty good job well it's a <laughs> it's a, a light crew We're, it's a small crew but yeah. we work hard and uh, we like you see we make transitions quickly in the commercial breaks, we're changing things up. We're, uh, lights are going off and on. Situations are changing, and we just try to adapt. That's what makes the live part of it. That's why you can get up and and sort of stay awake during the morning because there's something that's always moving, so changing. So, what what time does your day start? Because you mu- you must be here even before the host is here. Uh, we're here about uh, four thirty. Okay. Quarter to five. Jesus. Yeah. And and do you work up till like ten? 10 or 11 or at night no 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 oh, in no. the morning yeah Our, the, well, the show is over at 9 yeah and then we'll uh, do any prep we have till about 10 for the next show and then uh, we just uh, keep maintaining the studio or do some other thing other projects we don't have many other shows yeah so we basically focus on this one we prepare ourselves for the next day cool some days there's a lot to do some days there's nothing to do yeah so. yeah and uh, how long have you worked in uh, television 38 years wow that's awesome. Yeah. I've, been, I've worked in every station in the city. Yeah. So. And, of course, City TV is the best. Of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks for talking to us, no Cody. No problem. There's a, there's a lot of hurry up and wait in television, isn't there? I, uh, I do well in that kind of environment, I think. I just heard uh, the theme from Deep Space, or sorry, from Star Trek Voyager start to get played. Yeah. It's like, it's like they know we're here. They weren't supposed to know we're here. We've been. Uh, Are we just stand? I think we can. We'll, we'll stand. For this one. We've, been, we've been shipped back to the blogging corner. Yep. And the pole guy is waving his pole again. Yep. Now I'm gonna have that song stuck in my head. So it's just a non-stop dance party in here all morning. That's what happens when you throw vodka OJs into the mix. <laughs> that would be awesome. By 9 o'clock, you're just like, fuck you. Keep our class having that. We put the ass in class. We're Taskman still, right, guys? The tape? Okay. Yeah, I was wondering. Uh, you just, you just get to hear them, right? Because yeah. yeah. they're saying terrible things about this, right? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. 
Well, it's actually kind of eerie and quiet in here if you don't hear the show. Yeah. But everyone with a headset hears it, I'm guessing. Yeah, and they'll all be hearing different things. Like, there's a board in there where they can, like, so some of them, like, I'm just hearing uh, supervising producer, director, and program, like, what's being broadcast. Whereas these guys would be hearing, like, they could talk to, like, Switcher, uh, you know, PA, like, whatever, like, they could, you know, because so, there's a lot of people that, that yeah. have access to it. What kind of stuff do you hear in your ear? Just, like... Time counts, um, you know, uh, if there's any, like, if there's an issue, like, I'm about to throw out a bridge and we lose a satellite, they, or, you know, we lose our feed, they let me, you know, it's, um, they kind of stay out of there for the most part when I'm doing interviews, mm -hmm. but if they need to, you know, for example, a, a supervising producer might sort of, you know, say, you know, make sure you, or like fact check something for me or, um, you know, give me a reminder about something if I'm kind of missing the points or not asking. Cool. You know, yeah, it's, it's nice to have. But for the most part, it's pretty quiet during the interviews and, and, and then during breaks and stuff is more when we, ch when we chat. Cool. Choice that is. Thanks very much, Stacy Scott C. Bourgeois, Adam Rosenhart in studio right now. The Unknown Studio, the fifth blog we're featuring here on Bloggers Week at Breakfast Television. They're live blogging. Be sure to check it out at theunknownstudio.ca. Also, taking your questions, guys. Chris asks if Edmonton's Essence was a product sold, let's say, like a perfume or a hair product, what would they call it? It would be a small town scent in a big city bottle. Ooh! Yeah. Very nicely done. More from these guys at 8 and then at 8.20. Right now, though, it's back out to Metasco and here's Bridget Ryan. <laughs> nicely done. Can you dig it? Isn't this <laughs> awesome? I promised. I promised we'd bring one of these dinosaurs to life out here at Metasco. Bridget Ryan is playing with old exactly farming implements, also known as farmers. Uh, it gets better, though. None that was a great answer. Scott knows how to bring the business. Is it possible to capsize a tractor? Yes. Is it called capsizing? It, well, it's like cow tipping. <laughs> Which is what cap capsizing means. Indeed. They're setting up some foods or something. Oh, yeah. They're, they're going to do some cooking with, uh, I believe, Chef Paul Schufelt. Fancy. Very fancy. Fancy like a fancy man with lace and ruffles. Well, I don't know. Maybe like a, a, a velvet jacket. So you're basically describing Oscar Austin Powers? Or, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, pretty, uh, it's pretty hilarious to watch what Bridget Ryan does because she's the sort of on-location person who uh, goes on random adventures. Which is uh, pretty funny when you think about it. Uh, and kind of the coolest job ever. Like her job is basically to go on field trips. Um, it's cool that Bridget Have Ryan adventures. Yeah, like that's that's she is she's the resident adventurist. Is, it is that a, is that a word? That is a thing. That is a thing. We've coined it. It's been um, coined. TM. Yep. Patent pending and such. Adventurists. It's like it's like being a futurist, except with more adventure. Yeah. And less future. Yeah. Unless your adventure is into the future. Uh, <laughs> All right. Scott is, uh, well, you heard him. He's going away. He's going to go use the old, uh, ye old bathroom. 
and I'm going to stand here in this studio lonely and maybe live blog. resident bloggers today from the unknown studio, Adam Rosenhart, Scott C. Bourgeois, or Scotty Bomb and Bingo Fuel if you're on Twitter. Guys, the, uh, it's the fourth season of the unknown studio coming up, isn't it? That's in right. In September, what's going to kick it off? What are you working on? Well, we're trying to get some high-profile guests, maybe from a local sports team. We're not sure ah. yet, but uh, we're, we're being really ambitious this next season. All right, yeah. good stuff. Uh, more to come from the guys of the unknown studio in about 19 minutes from now. If you've got a question, fire it off. you still got some time, Michelle. Literally mugging for the camera. You whore. <laughs> I don't believe that'll be the last time I get called that. <laughs> Probably not the last time you'll be called that this morning. Yeah, it's true. We still have Jes Jesperson still has yet to call you a whore, so. He will soon. Oh, so we need to think of something to talk about at 820. Um, and I'm not sure what it would be. Um. Uh, we. What about pl plans for next season? We, we alluded to guests. Um, you're gonna, are you for sure gonna get a computer and start drawing, or do we want to even? Well, I for sure want to get a computer. Do you, are you ready to challenge yourself <laughs> to, uh, to say that you will do this? Uh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Uh, we can also talk about other stuff. We still have yet to talk about the uh, I'm Edmonton videos you want to do. Oh, yes, yes. Why Edmonton, I think we're, or should we do it I am Edmonton? Yeah, yeah. That sound better? Well, here's the thing. You're the ad expert. How do you want to brand this thing? The thing that I was thinking about on this is that, uh, so the other day, because of that blog post that I wrote, we started talking about how to promote Edmonton. And Mac mentioned on, uh, in a comment on that blog post, he said, I've got a, he's got a digital file that has the phrase, why Edmonton at the top of it. And he's trying to articulate why Edmonton. So... I'm making a video and, and asking other people to make videos that ex that basically answer that question. Yeah. Why Edmonton? And the answer is, I'm Edmonton. Yeah. Yeah. Because... Uh, How do you embody this place, I guess? And, and not just that, but it's... When, when you ask Edmonton, or why Edmonton, rather, you, um, you disregard a lot of the, the great people who are in the city who are making the city awesome. And... I would argue that it's it's that's part of the the identity that we're failing to get across is that it's not just the city it's not a landmark that embodies Edmonton it's the people in Edmonton it's their spirit it's their drive it's their creativity and that's why Edmonton yeah and I think that by saying I'm Edmonton you get that across I think that's a pretty good uh, a, a pretty forceful pitch for that particular angle so maybe that's what we'll go with okay so this weekend uh and and of course time on the podcast is irrelevant because you might be listening to this months down the road but over the next few days while we're recording this i'm going to be shooting a video inviting people to share their vision for how we can articulate the story of this place and and try and make people understand what it is about this city that we are so fond of as edmontonians and what people should be excited about when they're coming to visit or live here I'm going to go use the washroom. Okay. Try not to make too much noise. So Adam is now running to use the washroom, uh, much as I did earlier. So I'm, of course, going to draw attention to it uh, the way he drew attention to it. 
it's uh, been a pretty good morning so far. It's been a lot of fun. Um, I think I speak for both of us when I say that we'd come back and do this again in a heartbeat. Uh, Jesperson's friendly and uh, insightful and uh, funny. Uh, it's a very nice set, very inviting, and uh, the Teamsters have all been wonderful. So, uh, yeah, we're having a good time, and uh, hopefully you've been enjoying listening to... Uh, the truncated version of this. Uh, this is like three hours of recording that's going to be uh, cut down to something a little more manageable so that you can kind of get a, a behind-the-scenes peek at the kind of weirdness that goes on in breakfast television. Uh, Jesperson's walking back over, so I'm going to talk to him Scott again. Scott Seaborg's what's up? Uh, I'm just talking about how much fun we've been having yeah. uh, on breakfast television and how we'd absolutely do this again, like every day, I think seriously. That's a great idea. We'd love to have you guys back. We're uh, seeing some momentum. And some interest from the audience and the bloggers we oh, think. So that's pretty cool. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, I, I've been thoroughly enjoying your live blog. <laughs> it's hilarious. It's always fun for us to see what impression what we do has on people that are new to studio. We try to be a little irreverent yeah. um, on the show, on our blog. And that's because we're wild and crazy guys. So, uh, of course... That's going to inform what we live blog, which is all nonsense. <laughs> yeah, I was just talking about this. Uh, I was thoroughly enjoying Adam reading your live blog. Oh yeah. And seeing your impressions of what we do, it's kind of fun. It's also cool to see, you know, because it's Scott C. Bourgeois and Six Thirty Chad News uh, to see his kind of off kilter side a little bit. Too. Yeah. Uh, this is my normal side. Yeah. My formal side is reserved entirely for on air on the radio. Mm. Uh, my first impression on radio. Uh, this is actually true. First time I walked into the station um, for my job interview, uh, Craig Mattern worked there at the time. Yep. And he was on air. He was delivering some very somber news, played a clip, turned off his mic, and promptly started singing, I've got love in my tummy, while spinning around in his chair, stopped, hit the mic again, and continued with his very somber story. And I went, yep, this is going to be an interesting ride. <laughs> at least he hoped he turned his mic off. Yeah. <laughs> or that's a quick way to find... Yeah new opportunities employment wise, yeah that's true that's say. true it's i like the way you're always looking on the bright side mm -hmm. that's good has that has anything like that ever happened to you any gaffes on air gaffes oh sure yeah yeah, yeah. uh dropped the shit bomb uh on the radio in my first week of work ever oh in red deer yeah oh. uh, obviously by accident uh <laughs> but that's yeah i mean it's usually just something like that right yeah <laughs> i almost said damn on television but i said darn today. well and it's kind of for us it's it's interesting because we're not CTV or global, we're not kind of the conservative news show. We are a little bit more run and gun, freewheeling. So sometimes the fine line between hilarious and spontaneous and inappropriate yeah. is, is is sort of hard to define. It can be a little bit uh, dangerous. So especially we do at 6:40 every morning, we do this thing called "Say What," and they're like these crazy, wacky news headlines, stories, whatever. And and Bridget and I have a lot of fun not telling each other what our "Say What" stories are. So a lot of time, your first impression—I mean, well, your first impression every time is on the air. <laughs> yeah, uh, and you want to fire back with something but sometimes especially being so early in the morning being that you're tired you you can sort of like double clutch <laughs> on some things you know and and so there's been some times where i've said some things that i'm like oh man i might hear about that from some people but uh you know we get less complaints than you'd think yeah which always blows me away that's great either nobody's watching or people's threshold for being offended is is more Probably. generous than and think. well especially when you're a funny guy Generally, it, I, think people, can, I think you can get away with it a little. I, like exactly, I don't have to go. I don't have to go read the news right after. Like we have yeah. a news anchor that does that. Mm -hmm. So I think my my uh, on air persona would change if I was reading the news and hosting. Yeah. So people have uh, lower expectations for you. <laughs> Lowered expectations. <laughs> 
No, we never did get a chance to talk to the job shadowing. She was busy taking it all in. She was busy job shadowing, and we never did get a chance to talk to her. What, what was her deal? She was She's doing a career investigation for broadcasting school. Okay. So, uh, and we were happy to welcome you know potential students like that in studio all the time to come check it out. And it's so funny because they, uh, it's you can tell by the questions that Grant McEwen or Nate or whoever gives them to answer. <laughs> They're trying to prepare them for the harsh realities of the first couple of years in <laughs> broadcasting. The questions they come in here and ask us are like, uh, you know, so where do you see the industry going? Are there opportunities for advancement? What can I expect for a starting salary? And oh you're just like, God. oh. <laughs> Very um, little? No. And, no. <laughs> we were talking about lowered expectations <laughs> a minute ago. Right. Right. But, you know, it's, I mean, at the same time, I think it's, it's uh, you know, that's kind of our goal, too, in bringing bloggers in here and having, uh, you know, we want to see your interpretation of what we do and then see how you blog about it is because I think for a lot of people there's, you know, you, you don't totally understand what it's like around here. And so when students to be come in, uh, I always sort of hope that they can see that, you know, you hear so much doom and gloom about conventional media, traditional media, broadcasting, these types of things. The industry's dying, dying, drying up. People are getting their news off the internet, blah, 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 all the sort of doomsday profits. But, you know, you see that there's a whole lot more to what we do. I think that yeah. we try to, uh, we, at least we want to believe and we have to have the conviction that, that, that there is a, a role. Uh, and, you know, people are always going to have um, a place for BT in their family's routine in the morning, for example. We have a lot of fun doing what we do, these kind of things. So, you know, I mean, you need to balance it out, right? You're going to tell people that, that, you know, potential, you know, I mean, let's say young talent that could come into TV and, and, and boost the industry in Edmonton and do a great job, but all they're hearing is, you know, you're going to make 24 grand a year when you start and you're probably going to get fired and, you know, you're going to have to do the jobs of three people and, you know, they need to hear the other side. I, I, the other I think side. that's true in a lot of industries. Though. I don't of think that's unique is. to media. And the other thing is. is, like, wasn't wasn't uh, television supposed to kill radio all those years ago? Mm -hmm. You yep. know, the formats evolve and change, and I don't think yeah. that means... It might mean that there may be fewer available positions, but now is the opportunity to make your own thing. Yeah, well, exactly. And, and, you know, I mean, so there's new media. Like, I mean, you know, you what you guys do at the NO Studio is an example of that. But all that means is that television has to find ways to be relevant with new media. I mean, exactly. Scott, yeah. Scott, what you do on the radio, it's the same sort of a thing. Yeah. Like, you know, we can't, you know, okay, so you look at more of a traditional news station. They, they can't wait until 6 p.m. to tell their story. Uh, so, you know, they have their reporters tweeting or they're uploading stuff to their website. The Edmonton Journal does that all the time, too, and does a great job at it. But I don't see, I mean, the Edmonton Journal has a great circulation. It's not like people have stopped reading the news paper. No. More of them are reading it online. Yeah. You know, and the challenge for them is how do they, you know, keep that revenue model in place, uh, you know, with less people actually picking up a physical newspaper, but it doesn't mean the death of the newspaper. No. No. Not just, at all. It just means growing The evolution pains. of the newspaper. Yeah. For sure. yeah. So, I mean, who knows? Maybe one day I'll be hosting a show on the internet. I don't know. Yeah. You know, but I'm still going to be hosting a show, I believe. I yeah. hope so. I'm, you know. <laughs> well, and if, if <laughs> it doesn't work out here, you can always, like I said, start your own thing. Yeah. And it might not make you a ton of dough, but if, maybe eventually Well, and there's a lot of people know. who have done that and, and have had tremendous success. Absolutely. It, where they've ended up... Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I, I'm trying to. Well, storytellers are going to find a yeah, way to tell to stories. tell a story. No, you that's know, absolutely and, and, perfect. In whatever way you do it, you know, yeah. I, I've always wanted to do like a. I, I traveled uh, South America for six months after university with a bunch of buddies and contributed to it to an online uh, publication. And at that time, it was really new. It was really yeah. cool to have an online magazine. But to be able to write for that and submit photos and things, I mean, that was a blast. I didn't get paid. It. I didn't care. I didn't get paid a cent. I didn't care. Yeah. You know, I just wanted to have an outlet, and uh, it was it was great and sort of opened up that idea. I mean, I'd love to, you know, uh, do something like that maybe in a different manifestation in future you never know right yeah and i think that's what we do too i mean it's an outlet like yeah. you said like we yeah. want to tell stories and and here we are we found a format that works for yes. us. it'd be great if we could get paid for but yeah. uh yeah. Well, and you never know maybe someday but you we will, right? but for the time being we're happy to do it 
Gratis. Gratis is yeah. a word. Yeah. Yeah. So, guys, we're going to be up in about, uh, about 10 minutes. Okay. A little less than 10 minutes. So if you have any ideas content-wise, what you'd like to talk about. We have some ideas. Okay, great. I'll check in with you after this. <laughs> sure. What were the ideas again? Uh, I'm Edmonton. Oh, yes. I'm Edmonton. There's children in here now, so we have to watch our language. No, we don't. We should. We'll try. It's nice in here. What are you talking about? It's great. <laughs> or like an internet publisher's dream. <laughs> so we're hoping to open the door to <laughs> cat people, crazy cat ladies of all ilk. Come yeah, on. this might be ill-advised. <laughs> right, but they're pretty crazy cat lovers. Listen to the Unknown Studio podcast, and how many would have made it to this point in the podcast? Well, not very many. I'm the only crazy cat person who listens to the Unknown Studio. Just one. Then you're not. That's not crazy. You're uh, a cat lover then. Yeah, crazy I guess cat so. people have like eleven. And you're only allowed like three or something in the city, unless you. Oh, oh yeah, uh, maybe it's three dogs or. or yeah. Unless yeah. you uh, you have one of those cat rescue houses, then you're allowed more. Right. But you probably have a license for that. Yes. Yes, you do. How about the lady that had 1,100 rabbits? She is no longer allowed to have pets. <laughs> yeah. So. But you know what's weird is she's allowed to have a dog. Yes. Really? Yeah, a dog. A dog. Yeah. She must be deeply disturbed. 1,100 rabbits, man? Where? I don't know. Where, where would you put 100 rabbits? Little the little rabbit little room? Yeah. If, if you have 1,100 square feet, which is a decent-sized place, you'd have a rabbit per square foot in every room of the house. Oh, you'd be a... stepping on rabbits to go to the bathroom at night. Yeah. On the plus side? wipe yourself with rabbits. Oh. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> and during the winter, you don't even have to clean the rabbits after because no one can tell. That's right. <laughs> Okay, so what are we talking about? We're going to talk about I'm Edmonton. We're going to do a series. We're inviting people to do a series of videos uh, or to record a one-minute video explaining their vision for what the Great. city is. Great. Yeah. Okay. I might, then I might spin off that and ask you guys, what's Edmonton doing that's moving in the right direction? What's Edmonton doing that's moving in the wrong direction? Okay. Okay, great. And now you're breathing. Oh, that is perfect. <laughs> oh, look at these guys just nerding right out. I, I actually feel flush. When you're when you're walking down the street, this is the music that's playing in your yeah, head. Jauntily, like swaggering like Captain Kirk. Yeah. Adam Rosen, Art Scott, C. Bourgeois in the house. The Unknown Studio is their blog. It's BT Bloggers Week, and actually, we've got a special guest in the studio right now. Emil is in the house from iHeart Edmonton. Oh, Very hey, cool. Emil, great to see you. We've got bloggers popping up all over this the is place. Great. Yeah. So you can check out his blog at iHeart Edmonton, and it's a nice segue, guys. Actually, because that's what we want to talk about uh, right now. What's the initiative that you're undertaking to do with our city? So we talked about how Edmontons are hor Edmontonians are horrible storytellers, and we decided well, let's turn them into great storytellers. Scott and I are sort of spearheading an initiative that invites people to submit, however they like, one minute long videos that describe their vision for how we can communicate how great the city is. Okay. The thing that we've uh, discovered is that a lot of people make the mistake of assuming that Edmonton is about like a thing or a landmark when it's really about the people and uh, their stories and why they make Edmonton such an amazing place to be because of all of their ideas and their initiative and their creativity. And we really want to highlight that. And we think that that's the story that we're failing to get across. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I mean, what is it? Are you, are you guys both native Edmontonians? Were, were you born and raised in this city or? I was. 
I'm technically St. Albert. It's, okay, it counts. It the, counts the, as the capital region. I mean, yeah. so when you say like, you know, I am Edmonton or my Edmonton is, what is it to you guys? I know that we, we certainly have seen some insight there from the content on your blog, mm -hmm. but I mean, what is it to you? What, what's the essence of it? To me, it's a, it's a community of friendly people who want to support each other. And that might mean, you know, frequenting someone's business or listening to someone's podcast or you know, uh, helping out an, an entrepreneur to start something. One of the things that I love about this place is that it's, it feels like it's a, it's a city where you can take chances yeah. and people will applaud you for it, whether you fail or succeed. I like that. You know, and one thing that I noticed uh, moving to Edmonton is that it's a city that bands together. It's a city that rallies. And I think that that's something we might have in common with a city like Winnipeg, where I, I think that Edmonton has pot shots sent mm. toward it. You know what I mean? From the rest of Canada, from south of here uh, in Calgary. But it seems to be a city that's very proud of what it is. Yeah, and I think that it's, you mentioned earlier as well, it's, it almost takes someone taking a pot shot at Edmonton for Edmontonians to get all puffed up You're and right. like, no, we're proud of our city. Otherwise, they, they don't talk about it all that much. And there's so much more to be proud of than the five Stanley Cups or the yeah. River Valley. I mean, these are the obvious things that people want to talk about, but there is so much more to celebrate. Yeah. So if people want to submit or contribute these videos, they just check out The Unknown Studio. Yeah, over the weekend, we're going to put up a, a one-minute video that explains what we're asking folks to do. And uh, we'll probably create some kind of hashtag on Twitter, like Y-W-H-Y-Y-E-G, just to make it really confusing. Okay, okay <laughs> good. People. Yeah, just make it as complicated as possible. Yeah. And then instead of showing people the visual, just describe it and spell it out here Exactly, for them. yeah. All right, well, you can uh, follow these two on Twitter, of course, at Unknown Studio, at Scotty Bomb, and at Bingo Fuel. And be sure to check out the live blog that they've been working on through these last three hours here at BT. Absolutely hilarious, guys. It's been a thrill to have you here. Thank you, Ryan. Awesome, Adam. Yeah. Thanks very much, Scott. Anytime. And of course, don't forget, you can catch Scott on 630 Chad, iNews 880, and Adam's doing great work over at Calder Maitman. Yeah. We'll be right back. Nice job, guys. Is that it? That's it. Right on. Thanks very much. That was terrific. That concludes the uh, live podcast that we've been doing, Scott. Yes, it, it indeed does. I'm trying to make one last entry here. Oh, he's giving us swag now. And, and, and here's what we do. Uh, we give you cheaply mass-manufactured <laughs> plastic travel mugs. Yes. In hopes that the production value, the, the presentation value can supersede <laughs> the perceived value. And, and you'll never forget your morning here with us. So thanks, guys. Thank you so much. I can't wait to die of plastic leaching. BPM free. <laughs> oh, hooray. Yes, that's all. But... but Manufactured by children. Yeah, I'm so course. sorry about That's that. That's delicious. Thanks for having us, Ryan. We can't spend seven bucks on travel yeah. books. Come on. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Cheers. Nice job. We're shaking hands right now, everybody. Yes. Yeah. That you cannot hear that. Ryan's hand is uh, surprisingly not sweaty. Yeah, yeah. it's not clammy at all. It's because I just wiped it on my ass. <laughs> oh, I shut hand. oh, what's that smell? <laughs> <laughs>